Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski, back just in time. Yep. And we have Insane Ian! Ah, it's me! It's Ian. Welcome I'm to here. episode 714 of the Funny Music Podcast. The title of this week's episode is A Separate Contest, and you guys know the deal. <laughs> so, oh, let's just get right into it, shall we? Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Um, let me look at my calendar and remind myself what reality has been recently. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, uh... It, it continues working, to suck would... if, that, if that helps you re- remember anything. Yeah, um, I went in uh, the other morning to the Lens Crafters, and I finally ordered myself a proper pair of um, glasses, uh, like um, the progressive type glasses. So, um, and I also ordered a pair of sunglasses because they were doing like a President's Day weekend sale dealy or something or other. So, um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So hopefully, well, yeah. It was like a week ago, so they said they would take less than two weeks for them to show up, so I should have them by MarsCon, so y'all can see the new glasses I'll be rocking when that comes. Nice. Um, I saw Madam Web. Oh, I want to see Madam Web. How was that? Because I have that as a potential horrible movie review based on the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. (laughs) Uh, Everybody I have known who has seen it has said... It's not as bad as everybody says. Okay. And everybody who says who says it is bad, who I don't know, says it's worse than Morbius. And Morbius wasn't that bad. There are comic book movies that are worse than Morbius. Mm. But I would like to know what Luke, who is known for liking things, thinks of this movie. That first thing you said about it's not as bad as everybody's saying it is, that's basically where I land, but I can definitely see the 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 badness like i like i'm seeing like this is going to be so great when rift tracks gets their hands on it you know if it it gives the potential for other things to be good it has served its purpose the 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 way kyle put it was because kyle and Lindsay came with was um was something along the lines of oh i just wish i could have had a, a weekend alone with that script because there's a good movie in here that could have happened if if it had been you know worked with a little bit more or whatever so yeah evidently evidently the movie that they all signed on for the script that they all read that they signed on for isn't what we ended up with the movie went through so many changes during production they don't remember what the original script was yeah, that's never a good sign when there's that many. Dakota Johnson has has been talking about it. Like there were like elements of like it's like like the Terminator in the original movie movie script, and now it ended up being this thing. And you know there there's words that Sony tricked them into thinking they were going to be part of the MCU. That's how they got them to sign on. And <laughs> yeah, Sony yeah. Spider Man list Spider Man 
franchise or I don't know what we're going to call it, the SMMU or whatever it is. It, <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem. It's yeah. The other thing that kind of bugs me is, I don't know, I just think back to years past when, like, movies used to come out and whether or not a movie was a big financial success or not was never as big of a deal. Like, you know, a movie would come out mm-hmm. and it'd be like, oh, it's a movie. We go see it. People like it. Ha, whatever. Yeah, I, I remember that like, seemed to start with E.T. for me, like, well, because E.T. was like the biggest movie ever when it came yeah. out. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, every time a big new tentpole movie comes out, like Jurassic Park was like all of a sudden this big, huge movie and then Titanic and, you know, and, and now it's like everyone's trying to outdo it to try to become the biggest movie ever. It has, it has, go ahead, Luke. Okay, well, sometimes it's okay. It's like Tom Hanks, you know, Forrest Gump, Philadelphia. Tom Tom Hanks once made a movie called The Burbs. The Burbs and, is amazing. Yeah, The Burbs is, and it's a great movie. At the time it came out, nobody, it, it wasn't a huge hit, but nobody was saying that it was a piece of crap either. And it was just a movie that was out there and you could see it. And it's like, yay, movie. And it's like, it bums me out that. You know, Madam Web could be just another yay movie, but there's so much pressure, especially in anything that's Marvel related. It's like if you aren't the biggest thing in the world, then you're a dumb piece of crap, and you and you all should die. You know, it's like there's no, so, yeah, no, absolutely. You don't see smaller comedies like The Burbs anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're you're saying you remember it with like E. T. and stuff, but it goes back to to Jaws. Jaws was the oh, first yeah. blockbuster. Yeah film that that ever existed it was the first blockbuster and then as the years went by you had like one or two blockbusters a year or something like that until we got the marvel movies until we got to superhero movies and then they became billion dollar makers they became billion dollar blockbusters yeah they've made a billion dollars and once they started making a billion with a b once they started making that fucking ton of money everything else had to compete with that and most studios are like well why would we make the thing that makes you know 500 million or even like a hundred million in a weekend that has a budget of five million sure it's making you know 20 times its budget back in that but you know who cares about that kind of movie when we can spend 200 million on a movie and make a billion dollars you know, they're not yeah. doing the smaller movies anymore. Yeah. So that's why everything has to be this interconnected, huge, big budget, multi-universe kind of thing. And I saying this as a person who is a fan of the multi-universe kind of things is weird for me because I love those movies, but I also love the smaller, more intimate kind of things, and we don't see them anymore. I mean, there was like, an amazing comedy that came out last year that nobody fucking saw, and you should all see it. It's called Bottoms, and it was fucking hilarious. And you're looking at me like you don't know what it was because nobody saw it. I vaguely it, remember hearing about that, but I never got a chance to go see it. It, it was is on, about. It go was, ahead. It was, it, it was on my list of like, oh, I really want to see this movie, but. I missed it at the theaters for whatever reason. I was just, life was too busy at that time for me to get out and see it. Um, and I know it's on streaming now, so I do need to It's, it's need absolutely to see it. on streaming now. You need to watch it. It is about two lesbians in high school who start a fight club 
at, under the pretense of teaching women self-defense, but only so they can meet chicks. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is so goddamn funny. Yeah. It's like they took yeah. Fight Club and Mean Girls and smashed them together. And nobody saw it. And it's great. Uh, and, and you don't get smaller comedies like that anymore because so many people are trying to make the next big thing. Um, and while I like the next big thing, I like other things, too, because I like movies. And, you know, because Madam Web is not making the next big thing money, they're crowning it as a failure. That's only because you spent $200 million on this thing, yeah. and it made under 25 in its opening weekend. Mm. So That's, that's yeah. not good. No. No, it's not. And the thing is the way Sony's going about these things is like, we really want to be connected to the MCU. We have Spider-Man. Spider-Man's connected to the MCU. We own all these Spider-Man adjacent characters. We want to make our own universe that we will hopefully be allowed to connect to the Disney Marvel thing. But in the meantime, here are all those characters that we have the rights to. Let's see if we can do anything to them. You're building it the wrong way. Yeah. You're trying to build from character out into a movie instead of just like have a story there have have good plot and it's 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 production by committee and it it that ultimately is the failing of the movie that yep. never works because you've got so many studio heads and so many people who are looking at numbers rather than scripting and anything and you're coming in and changing everything in the edit and changing everything in filming and changing everything while in production that nothing makes any goddamn sense anymore it's like they view it, they view it like numbers equals quality, and it doesn't because it's a separate contest. Yeah, and yeah, and that's why they're so dead set on. That's why they're so dead set on 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 having AI run things because you know they're not thinking about the story; they're thinking about the numbers of shit. Yeah. Speaking of smaller comedies, did you see Triangle of Sadness? No, I heard of it, and that is not a small or comedy. Um, and it, it is a comedy from what I've seen. It but is. It, it's it's a really I mean, it was a bigger budget, but I heard it was a I heard it was a drama and very depressing. Oh, because I heard it was a biting satire of the rich, and the, the well, well the trailer satire. made me laugh. So <laughs> satire doesn't always mean comedy. I know, <laughs> but the trailer the trailer made me laugh multiple times, and I really wanted to see it, and I never got around to it. It was an Oscar nomination uh, last year, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, I don't remember, but no, I, I had heard. I had heard that that movie was incredibly depressing, so I I didn't see it. Although Ooh. I had never heard of it until the Oscars, it's on so Hulu. I was just like, I don't know where this is playing. I can two other it. smaller comedies that came out that I still haven't seen yet, but really want to from last year. Um, one's called Joyride, uh, and the other one, which Tony has seen and has raved about, is called Dicks the Musical. Yeah, no, I saw I saw the ad for Dix the Musical, and that looked really great. Joyride looked like look, looked really good. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of something else, and I can't think of what it was now. But no, uh, Joyride. I'm I'm thinking of a different movie. Joyride looked really unique and really fun, and I I wanted to see that too, and I didn't see it. I saw an amazing comedy the uh, the other day called The Beekeeper. Hmm, that movie's not a comedy. Or not supposed to be a comedy, <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious. Um, that good, huh? Jason, 
Jason Statham. No, it's a it's a good movie. It's okay. very entertaining, but it's also really hilarious if you just stop and think about it. Um, and uh, it's a Jason Statham action movie. It's great, um, but it also is completely fucking ridiculous. And I love movies like that. Statham does a couple of those. The Crank movies, those are ridiculous, and I thought they were hilarious. Um, Shoot 'em up, Shoot 'em up is an amazing movie. It's not a Statham movie, but it's an amazing movie that is not a comedy, and it's one hundred percent hilarious um but anyway so yeah the other couple things i did this week were i uh i i I sent in my passport to be renewed and i also uh applied for tsa pre-check so uh and that already has gone through apparently so uh so yeah so when i come out to MarsCon, i'll i'll get to be like yay i get to go wee tsa (laughs) pre-check um and then later on in the year uh if things go the way we're hoping i'm gonna be uh heading out to england uh, with my family to uh, hang out with my brother and uh, my brother Michael and his wife Anu and their son Bodhi in actual jolly old England uh, for, nice. for for like five days. So cool. and, and uh, hopefully Kalani will be coming with me too. So that'll be neat. She'll get to hang out with my family for the first time. Uh, <laughs> um, nice. And then uh, the other thing I did is I'm not going to I won't reveal the name because I'm assuming Tony wants it to be a surprise, but. Uh, I recorded a episode of Escape from Vault Disney uh, that has a one of the panelists is as far as like somebody involved with you know the somebody who has a who who had a position or had multiple positions over time at the Disney company making stuff like this is the highest ranking person Tony's ever had on his podcast so I'm pretty psyched for it and it's 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 the first episode of theme month that so it'll be uh he said it would be up before MarsCon. i know he has a couple of episodes to edit before that one so um but yeah uh, i'll just let that be a surprise for those who listen to his show but uh yeah Neat. Um, it was it was it was fun anyway nice. what have you been up to devo spice uh well we had a swim meet this past weekend uh it was what they call silvers uh Sorry, my wife just texted me something. I want to make sure she was okay because um, she's out picking up Darren. Um, uh, so it's a championship below states. Uh, so he was in four meets and he did pretty well. He did. He came in third overall in the hundred freestyle and fourth overall in the two hundred IM. So had a good weekend. We are going to states, which is MarsCon weekend, which is why I'm not going to MarsCon again. <sighs> Anyway, um, damn you, talented children! I know, right? <laughs> um, I did a an online workshop last night with a couple of directors, like movie directors, uh, through my my acting school. That was fun. One of the guys was uh, one of the one of the part, crew from uh, Skinnamarink. Uh, if you've ever seen that film, um, that was interesting. It was it was different from like all the other ones. Just the feedback we got was very very different coming from a director versus like an agent or a casting director. But it was fun. Um, I also am this close to being done with my short film "Talk to the Hand." Um, I which is the "Talk to Me" parody that I did. Um, mm-hmm. The. I got the music from, I don't know if I mentioned this on this podcast or not, but I hired Jacob Martin to score the film for me. So uh, I got the music from him the other day, and I dropped it in, and it's 
fucking amazing. And I had to, you know, adjust levels and stuff. And then I had to, to do one more pass on the sound for the dialogue and all that stuff. And it's potentially done. Um, I need to listen to it on the TV in my living room so I can see what it sounds like in a normal environment and not like here with studio speakers. Um, and then I'll tweak whatever needs to be tweaked and it'll be done. Then it'll start sending it off to, you know, casting directors and or not, or, um, move film festivals. That's what, yeah, that's film festivals. <laughs> Seeing if you can get it, you know, picked up anywhere. Um, and, um, I found a, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or not either, but the, the thump payments are still, you know, temporarily disabled. And I found a, a developer who, you know, claims to work in PHP and claims he can implement the PayPal API and stuff. And we've been talking and he's really been dragging his feet. And, and like a few days ago, he said that he needed like documentation on how the site worked. So I spent like five hours writing up this long document with all the documentation on how the site works, where the, you know, the checkout button needs to go and how it works to it activate, activates subscriptions and fires emails and, and all of that stuff. I don't even think he's read it yet. So today I, I had a little time and I was like, let me see if I can do this. And we talked about implementing Stripe, which is another payment processor. Mm -hmm. So I spent, I took about two hours this afternoon, sat down with the Stripe documentation, watched a couple tutorial videos, and for the most part, I got it working. So tomorrow, I'm going to spend the day finishing that up, and hopefully the payments will be working again tomorrow, and I can kick this developer to the curb, and because he didn't, hasn't done anything. And I think that's going to be my MO going forward, is I'm going to try to delegate, I'm going to try to outsource whatever I can. And when it doesn't work, I'll just fucking do it myself again because it's how my entire life goes. The fight him just means fuck it, do it myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the twenty first century version of fight him. Yeah, clearly. Uh, so Ian, what have you been up to? Um, well, like you, I had a couple of acting workshops the past couple of weeks. Um, as far as uh, I, I was taking some specific workshops about uh, auditioning for TV and co-star and guest star roles. And I had a bunch of auditions uh, the past couple of weeks since getting my agent because we're getting into television season here in Chicago. Well, I say here in Chicago, I'm sitting in Maryland currently. But uh, uh, the past couple of weeks when I've been at home in Illinois, I've been doing a ton of auditions, and I have also been failing at FOM. <laughs> I, uh, I had big attempts to to work at FOM, uh, February album writing month uh, this year, and I had big plans to do it, and, and then I had to change my work schedule, uh, so I was not able to do anything. <laughs> I've written two things, two things, and the only reason I wrote them is because I had to, is because I had a FOM coming up, and I had another thing that I had to write, and they're done, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish FOM. Oh, well, whoops. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of them is on the FOM now, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Segway. no, basically just audition. <laughs> What's that? Segway. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in Maryland right now because uh, I'm, I'm in town for... Uh, my father's memorial. My father passed away in o October, and uh, right after Fumpfest. And so I'm in town for that. Uh, and then I'm back to Illinois. We have a new kitten. And I, we 
getting the little guy named Cheddar Bay Biscuit, him and Waffles getting together and getting along so that Waffles has a friend and so that Waffles doesn't murder the kitten. Um, so, yes, all of those things. How is that going with the with the kitten? Um, it's going well, actually. It's going pretty well. Uh, we were worried a little bit because there was a little bit of hissing going on, but I think it was mostly just Waffles was like, okay, this is a lot with a kitten. I'm getting a little tired. Please leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> um, but uh, for the most part, they play wrestle and they have fun. I think we figured out why uh, Abby hated Waffles. Uh, apparently, female cats grow out of the age where they wrestle and play a lot. And boy cats don't. The mm. so Waffles was always trying to wrestle and play with Abby, and she was having exactly none of that shit. So uh, <laughs> that's why she had no patience for Waffles. And he's like, I just want to be your friend and play. Hooray, I love you. And she's like, get away from me, kid. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cheddar is like, I want to play and be your friend. And Waffles is like, oh, good, play. Wait, no, I'm a little, wait, this is a lot. Let me bite you. You're not responding to me biting you in the neck. You like the, this is a play? This is all right. We're playing. Everything's fine. Um, cats. I don't understand. Um, but that's that's all that. Awesome. And I wanted to mention, uh, Kyle has played me some interesting sound files that have something to do with you. Uh, and I really enjoy them. So, so. Oh, I wasn't sure if he was going to play those for you or not. That is the other thing that I wrote this month. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was I was not sure if 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 you, you were going to be uh, uh, allowed to know what that was or not. But yay! Yeah, Kyle. Uh, he tends to is like literally as soon as he finishes something, he tends to be like, "Here, look, I want you to listen to this right now." <laughs> <laughs> yay! <laughs> so you so posted that... a song. I did. I did, well, I mean, kind of. I, I made whatever the hell this is, and uh, now it exists, so we're going to call it a song, sure. Sure. It's good, it's good enough for the fump. It's a song. Um, Yay. So give us a quick intro. We'll give it a listen. Okay, so um, I have been trying to write really short songs uh, at about a minute or under. Um, some of them are going over, some of them are not quite a minute. This one is exactly one minute long, so I was like, hey, achievement. Um, so I, I technically, uh, this is based kind of on a true story. I'll explain that further after you hear it. Here is Bidet by Insane Ian. I don't know how to use the bidet my wife bought And now I'm simply too scared to ask Ugh. I'd figure it out if I gave it some thought It just sprays water right up your ass, yeah But what if it's too cold or I can't get the angle right If I may be so bold, what if maybe my booty's tight Feel like I'm being trolled, no I just do not get the hype This kind of thing just ain't for me But I gotta learn eventually Today, I will use the bidet I will find a way to use the bidet I'll go get Taco Bell with all the fire sauce Then work out at the gym and do 30 squats Eat a whole lot of cheese cause my intolerance Will force me to use this chamber pot from front, yeah Very nice Ta-da, short song, right? Yeah, I think it's as long as it needs to be Exactly, exactly. There's no need for that to go on any further. 
<sighs> so yeah, so we got a bidet uh, back during the pandemic. I've never used it, uh, and I uh, fear it. Um, so, <laughs> well, that was just something just... you did during the pandemic. It was it was weird how. The, the, during lockdown, the, there was like just this culture that like all of a sudden everyone's making sourdough bread and yeah, everyone well, gets a bidet and yeah, everybody got a bidet because everybody sold out of toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah. So, so people got bidets and we got one. I think we got one technically in 2021, but like we got it and it, it's installed and I look at it and I go, I don't know what any of those knobs do. And I, we've had it for so long, I, I'm i too scared to ask now. It's too late. So I, I instead put it in a song. Because that's the way my brain works as a comedy musician. That's, yeah, you, mm, hey, that's a life thing that's funny. Song. Well, that's, that's, that's a good solution to it, you know. I think so. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> what's really, what's really funny is I've just been like, kind of like singing that opening to it to myself for a while. And then, uh, the Carter Wallenius and his film crew for the Fump documentary came over to my house to film part of the Fump documentary. And this was going through my head. So this was kind of what I started working on in their documentary. So they have like a very early version of me working on the song that they filmed so that's that's gonna be great that's that's got to be good footage i'm sure <laughs> were you sitting on the toilet with your laptop working on no because no, that would have been God, great no. they, yeah. they, they did offer to do that though and i said <laughs> no uh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we got bidets installed in all of our toilets during during lockdown. It was just what you did. Yep. So I uh, I, I I I wrote this, and I, I like I always kind of had it in my head how it was going to sound, and uh, like I had this like I almost tried to sing it falsetto like the whole way through, and then I thought I'll just have the falsetto be the doubling behind it, not a harmony line, but just kind of just a falsetto doubling behind it, just because I thought that sounded funny in my head. And so just singing it kind of a little higher, but not out of my register. At least I hope not uh, out of my register. If it is out of my register and I'm singing awfully, I apologize to everyone who's listened to it. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I I recorded that, and then I, I, I was working on the music because I'm using loops to, to make the music. And I'm like, I don't know how to end this song. I don't know what the gag is. Because I've always had, you know, in my head I was always going to so I figure today I'm going to use the bidet. I will find a way to use the bidet. But I didn't know where to go from there. And I knew that was kind of going to be like the hook or the chorus or whatever. And then I was like, well, how am I going to figure to use the bidet? Oh, I know. I'll just do all the things that's going to make me need to use the bidet. <laughs> and that's that's how I've ended the song. And I'm like, all right, that's that's a good enough hook for, for a two seconds of laughter. Sure, that'll be the thing. So I, I think I accomplished my mission of being succinct in writing a short song so yes yes absolutely yay not and also because it's a short song there's not a lot of things you can ask me about there's it. really right not there. i mean i don't <laughs> i well, realize my main, that my main question is has sarah heard it oh yes oh okay. yes no i played i played it for her the other day after it hit the fump and she looked at me and went that's certainly a song <laughs> <laughs> yep and uh, uh, Kyle helped me out. Kyle mixed and mastered that for me. So thank you, Kyle. 
Um, and I, I used my, my loop program to, to make the music for that one. So yeah, that one's a hundred percent Ian for better or worse. <laughs> that's usually my wife's reaction to anything I make is that's, that's certainly a, whatever I made. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like her, her review of my first short, the room 259 was, um, that's not nearly as bad as I was expecting it to be. So <laughs> always a blessing to hear a compliment like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that most of my life. <laughs> I can't wait to see what she thinks of talk to the hand. I'm looking forward to seeing it myself, honestly. It's it, I'm really happy with it. I am. I'm very happy with this film. I, 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 I have to say, I missed the sneak preview you did at Fump Fest. So, Oh, the, the, yeah, the quick scene with uh that i played because luke is in it sort of <laughs> and i mean I, I i have to say jacob martin's music for that part really adds to it it works it like it really brings out the joke it's so good excellent what were you gonna say luke um yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I don't. I don't know if you'd be interested in doing this since you're not gonna be there. But you know, we could try to screen, talk to the hand at MarsCon in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, if you want, <laughs> I could. So I'll because I'm gonna. I have it posted privately to Vimeo when it's done, so I can send you the link. You can do what you want with it. Play it in a room party or something for people who want to see it. So, Ian, you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, well, you know, I have my uh, my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash insaneian, where I, every week I react to new or new-to-me comedy music uh, on my show, Comedy Musician Reacts. Uh, I am over 100 episodes of that now, uh, and uh, I do that every week, youtube.com slash insaneian. And uh, if you're part of my Patreon, not only did you get to get my song early, you lucky, lucky people. But uh, also, uh, I do exclusive reactions over there, and I am recently starting a new series exclusively on Patreon where I am reacting, not reacting, but kind of like uh, analyzing and discussing Weird Al's music videos and the comedy used in those and why it works so well, and sometimes pointing out jokes that a lot of people have missed in some of Al's early work. I got a uh, I story about the first, that. Uh, month. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I uh, for this month I did eat it because it's kind of his biggest video and kind of what brought him to the forefront of everybody else's perception outside of the Doctor Demento show. And I talk about. I mean, I've seen a lot of reactors react to eat it, and they miss a lot of jokes that I think are hilarious in that video. And some of them are kind of based on the fact that it's a shot-for-shot -shot remake of the original video. Yeah. And if you know the original video, then you know why this is funny. But it's still, there's a lot of things that are like through lines through the story of the video that a lot of people seem to miss. So I point all those out in my uh, in my exclusive uh, Patreon reaction. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing that as a monthly series for a while uh, if people are still digging it. So the reception to it so far seems to be people do like uh, what I'm doing with that. So that's fun. So that's patreon.com slash insaneian if you're interested in that. Uh, and also, of course, all my music, insaneian.bandcamp.com. 
Yeah, all the all the stuff there. Bandcamp Friday's coming up next week, and all sorts of good things like that. Uh, and beyond that, um, plug in MarsCon. Get the MarsCon fundraiser CDs, please, and uh, help help the artists pay for their rooms and good things, and get get songs and music and stuff and fun and hooray. Damn straight. So yeah, what happened was um, somebody posted on the Weird Al subreddit. Um, that, hey, I've been listening to I Want a New Duck all my life, and it never occurred to me that the line Show Me How to Get Down was about feathers. And I went... Yes. I, I, my reaction was, what? Because I always took that line to mean, show me it was wordplay on show me how to get down meaning dance, and show me how to get down meaning duck. And well, meaning feathers... Duck, meaning- yeah, meaning duck, meaning duck out of the way, or yes. duck as in the, the full as in owl. duck out of the way, get down, duck out of the way. Oh, that's how I always took that joke, and like the feathers never entered my brain, and a whole bunch of people were responding, "Yeah, it's it's, it's a feathers joke," and I was like, "I gotta ask Al," <laughs> so I emailed Al, and he, you know, he responded like ten minutes later because he does that. But um, he was like, he was like, yeah, I love it when people are just just now getting jokes from forty year old songs. But he's like, yeah, apparently the the line was inspired by the old joke. How do you get down off an elephant? You don't. You get down off a duck. And so he that's where that joke came yeah. from. And I was like, oh, all right, all right. Well, I yeah, learn something new every day. <laughs> when I was a kid, my parents had down pillows had down feather pillows and i'm like what's down feathers i don't understand that and they're like that's what you call feathers from a duck it's down feathers so if you had a down pillow or a down blanket it's made from duck feathers so i knew that as a kid so hearing that as a kid i got that joke but admittedly i knew that and my friends didn't so i knew that (laughs) sometimes it's you know just what you know and what you don't know there's a lot of jokes like that in in al songs so like the line, I haven't been in a crowd like this since I went to see The Who. My parents explained that joke to me because I did not understand that there was a Who concert that a riot broke out at and people were crushed to death in a stampede. That is a dark fucking line in a Weird Al song, in an early Weird Al song, that most people will assume, oh, it just means Who concerts were very crowded. No, no. People died at one, and that's what he's referencing. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, so that's the kind of thing that we discuss in the Patreon thing that I'm doing. Yep, okay. Um, let's do the news. Here's a promo. <laughs> it's like you forgot your format of your I, show. <laughs> I forgot where we were, just, you know, just... This song is about where we are right now. The world's longest-running comedy music concert series is back. Having a good MarsCon? Fantastic. MarsCon 2024 is taking place March 8th through 10th at the Hilton Minneapolis St. Paul Mall of America Hotel in Bloomington, Minnesota. Oh, I just did the thing where I ad-libbed so long that it got awkward. Have fun and get wasted. Tell me more. This year's event will have performances by The Great Luke Ski, TV's Kyle and Linzilla, Insane Ian, Power Sally, Meow Me, Nuclear Bubble Wrap, Holy Bong Water, Scooter Picnic, Jake Dewar, and this year's comedy music guest of honor, Cartoon Network legend Andy Merrill, the 
comedian behind the demented sensation that is Brack. I like hubcaps, I like laundry, I like waffles, I like ant farms, I like reset, picnic, and eating pork and beans. Registration for a weekend badge is $70. To pre-register and for more info on MarsCon, visit MarsCon.org. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> I'm going to write my mom tonight. What did you do today, Bonnie? I drank water. Everyone screamed moisture at me. It was great. It's a, it's a bit. But whether you're attending or not, you can still help out by ordering the MarsCon 2024 Comedy Music Track Fundraiser Album. Available as an MP3 download for $30. It's just under four hours of highlights from all the live concerts of MarsCon 2023. <laughs> so, Brent, yes. next year when you're editing the Fundraiser Album, the most important thing you remember is to include this clip of me right here telling you to put this in the Fundraiser Album. This year's album includes comedy music by MarsCon 2023's music guest of honor, Bonnie Gordon. Acknowledged. Sing with me just for today. Maybe tomorrow Kayless will take you away. If you'd like to hear a free 30-minute preview of the collection, there's a link to download that at our website. I don't know what I'm recommending you do. I have no good advice for you, but they gave me a microphone, so it makes my opinion sound important. You can order and download the album right now from the shop page at MarsConComedy.com. That sounds like a brilliant idea. I forgot my emotional support spatula at home. Thanks for listening, funny music fans, and we hope to see you all at MarsCon 2024. Thank you, MarsCon. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, the Arrogant Worms have a new album out, fan-funded songs of 2023. This is 12 songs from their 2023 Patreon, including songs like The Pancake Song, Spork, Ever Since I Became a Zombie, and more. The album is available now from their Bandcamp page at Name Your Price. Uh, their Bandcamp page is arrogantworms1.bandcamp.com. And uh, the only other news I got is the pump checkouts are still disabled, but hopefully they'll be back up tomorrow or shortly thereafter. Uh, the Dementia Fun Bus is still a thing. Um, contact Ken Sherlock if you're interested in joining that. And the rest is MarsCon. Luke? Uh, yeah, there's um something uh, I wanted to point out. This is like, <laughs> uh, okay, if you have uh, Max, the, you know, uh, Warner Brothers type app thingy that used to be called HBO Max, uh, there's a cartoon on there called Jellystone, which is basically uh, kind of a redo of a bunch of uh, old Hanna-Barbera characters like Yogi Bear and Huckleberry Hound, and they all live in a town together. Uh, so it's, you know, like a, you know, kind of retro kind of show with a unique cutesy drawing style anyway the point is uh this is uh, they're on their third season they have a an episode up there right now uh that just got put up there i believe it's season three episode 15 the title of the episode is space con and it is uh the plot of the episode is there's a uh science fiction convention that happens in jellystone and all the residents of jellystone go to it uh and uh their big guest of honor is that space ghost is going to be there and they actually got George Lowe to come back and voice Space Ghost again for this. Uh, and um, Peter Potamus, uh, you know, uh, loves Space Ghost and, you know, wants to dress up like him and in, at the convention and everything. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Brack, Zorak, and Moltar have snuck into the convention in disguise. And uh, they, they basically intend to uh, jump on stage and, and, like, you know, ruin... Uh, 
Space Ghosts panel by just basically, you know, being villains and embarrassing them. So, uh, uh, C. Martin Croker, you know, passed away who voiced both Zorak and Moltar, so they've found other voice actors to reprise those roles. But Andy Merrill, our MarsCon comedy music guest of honor, is re- reprises his role as Brack. Uh, the character designs are a little bit different because the show's, like I said, a little bit different, like weird, cutesy, cartoony kind of thing. But it's, you know, Andy back as Brack and George Lowe back as Space Ghost, and it's just nice to hear, you know, just to have those characters back again. Um, so, yeah, it was a really funny episode. It's only like, whatever, 11 minutes long, like a typical, like a Magiswords episode or whatever. So just want to let people know because that's like, you know, newest hot off the presses Andy Merrill thing. If you want to go check that out, I'm sure we'll be talking about it during our Q&A at MarsCon. I thought you were so, going to say they were going to have like a guy get up on stage doing song parodies at at the con. No, <laughs> <laughs> no they didn't. They didn't have anything like that happening in it. But um, but yeah. Um, I was going to say. Oh yeah, and then of course, uh, update on the fundraiser. Uh, if if you missed last week's episode, we did hit our initial goal of eight hundred forty nine dollars and seventeen cents. Uh, we are uh, shooting to hit our first stretch goal which is $606.55. So right now, the amount we have raised towards that goal is $96.40 as of today, February 22nd, which is 15% of the way towards hitting the first stretch goal with 15 days left until MarsCon. So uh, by that math, we need to sell, like if we're just talking about selling the the main album uh, for this year, we need to sell 18 more copies of it over the next 15 days to hit that stretch goal. So... um, I would very much like to hit that goal. I have no idea what else I could possibly do to hammer it into people's heads to get the stinking thing. Um, the, 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 the previewed thing I made has uh, I, what I'd like to consider some pretty funny drawings of Ian. So you can go look at that and enjoy my Ian drawings. <laughs> Here, here's a real fun thing. Uh, both quotes that you use from me in that, I do not know what I'm referencing or why I'm saying things the way that I am or even what I'm saying. I, I, I hear them, I know that I say them, I recognize my voice, I don't remember the context. So if I you'd believe... like to join me in knowing the context, get the MarsCon CD. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I could I know what the context of those two things are, but if I told you now, you wouldn't have any incentive to buy the album. So, yeah. so you can purchase context for $30 <laughs> and help <laughs> Hotel room. What is the price of context to a man? Thirty dollars. <laughs> Thirty bucks, same as in town. Anyway, uh, so yeah, please uh, go to MarsConComedy.com and click on the shop page if you want to get the uh, downloadable album of nearly four hours of stuff from last year's MarsCon for thirty bucks. Uh, also, if you want to get previous years. Uh, collections those are also available going all the way back to uh 2007 and 2008 uh so those are each 30 dollars as well uh you can purchase those uh via the paypal thing and let me know what year you want and i'll send you the link to it or if you want to really help us out and really splurge you can um pay 200 and i will send you uh, the links to get all of them the entire kit and caboodle of like 66 hours of of music from the past you know uh how many ever years it's been since 2007. So, um, yeah. So that that's that that is at the uh, page called uh, Past Fundraisers. But the main page for getting this year's collection is called Shop over at MarsConComedy.com. There you have it. And now back to Devo Spice. 
All right. Anything else before tour dates? Yes. Uh, Space Odyssey. Space Oddity is doing their fundraiser, too, um, for the, the things. I don't know if that's ended or not, but there's a Space Oddity fundraiser for the glasses to help fund Space Oddity at MarsCon, and probably should mention that as well. Yes. Uh, I, I'm... I know that they uh, hit their goal the other day, which is cool, oh, but good. you can still donate anyway and help them out and get a cool glass. So um, I believe... I know they on, I know uh, needed Go- to finish it up soon. It's on GoFundMe. Yeah, if, they- you, if you just Google Space Oddity Fundraiser, it's the first result. That's how I found it. Yeah, I know, I, I, I know uh, she had like a deadline in order to get the orders for the glasses in by, and I don't know if we've hit that yet. I, I thought she was close to her goal, too, so... But, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up while Devo's doing tour dates. She has reached her goal. She's at $877 out of her $850 goal, so she's just squeaked over it. Oh, okay. Well, there we go then. All right. Uh, Luke, Brett Class wants to know if there's going to be dumb parody ideas this year at MarsCon. Um, let me check the schedule. Um, let's see. I'll go to the MarsConComedy.com, click on Schedule, and uh yeah look there it is two thursday two thirty on sunday huh. I should, I and think... who's, who's gonna be the judge uh this year luke um <laughs> unless i can pull something out of my butt uh probably me being the judge and you being the host if that's okay with you uh real good to hear about it now um <laughs> but uh yeah yeah no that's uh that's good as long as as long as the uh, chancellor or whatever you called yourself of the dumb parody the commissioner, the commissioner is, of the... is, is going to be the judge this time so that the previous judge is not usurped and undermined against his will and a, like a, you know suddenly sprung on him to have that happen in the middle of a different convention to have have his whole judgment overthrown as long as that doesn't happen we're good it's fine it's a good thing I've watched enough WWE events to know how these things work. You set up one thing, and then at the next event, that that's where like a payoff happens, and then it's like a whole plot. That way, we get people continuing to come back to MarsCon and FunFest because they need to see what's going to happen next, man. Ah, uh, yes, that's why our, people come because the continuing storyline. Because Art Paul Schlosser might come out of the back with a steel chair. You never know; anything could happen. Honestly, knowing Art Paul, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So that's a thing. Um, uh, yeah. All the other info about the MarsCon County Music Track is up at the MarsCon County Music Track website, which is MarsConComedy.com, strangely enough. So go to the schedule page where you can find out things like the fact that Friday, March 8th at 11.15 p.m., there's a scooter, scooter picnic concert. Yeah. And that's There's gonna be Scooter Picnic songs that we totally will rehearse. Yes, and somebody's opening for Scooter Picnic, and who is that? It's Insane Ian. <laughs> yes, who's totally going to do songs that he's already planned to do? Ian is opening for himself. <laughs> Not the first time that's happened, but I was in college and I needed the money. Why, Hagen jokes. <laughs> I've seen bands do that. It's fun. I saw the X Cops open for Guar. I saw Ludacrist open for Scatterbrain. It's 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 great. I saw. Well, I didn't see it, but I heard about the Folksman opening for Spinal Tap. Nice, <laughs> nice. And, and it was before it was before a Mighty Wind came out. So 
the folksmen come out and they get they're opening for a spinal tap show and they get booed off stage <laughs> yeah the ex-cops have gotten booed off stage a few them. times too <laughs> they they didn't recognize the folksmen as spinal tap so they go out they start playing folk songs at a metal show because they people are there to see spinal tap they get booed off stage they go off change costume and come back out at spinal tap and no one knew yet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not like they had heavy makeup on for the folksmen. It I know, have been fairly but, obvious. But it's an arena show, so the people in the cheap seats couldn't tell. Oh, okay. Very tiny people down <laughs> it's there not in like the they distance. Were playing Mars <laughs> uh, Yeah, Luke, they're they're guest of honor for next year. Spinal Tap, get to work on that. Yeah. Only if I can get the folksmen too. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, we'll have the we'll have the folksmen perform in the Space Oddity room, and then we'll have Spinal Tap on the main stage. Okay. We'll have the folksmen perform Spinal Tap songs because uh, there's technically still a legal thing going on with Spinal Tap. So, <laughs> makes sense. All right, tour dates. Uh, Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee. Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. Sundays online. Two sleeps. Mondays online. Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at Virtual Comedy Show. And Mondays and Wednesdays online. Bill Larkin. On the 24th in Walnut Creek, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 27th in online Zoom, Carla Ulbrich. On the 28th in Clifton Park, New York, Drew Jacobs. On the 1st in... My eyes just decided to go all blurry and I can't see anything. On the 1st in in Sauterton, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. On the 2nd in Rosmore Community, New Jersey, Carla Ulbrich. On the 3rd online, Escape from the Secret Lab, featuring the Consortium of Genius. Dog. On the 5th in New York, New York, Carla Ulbrich. On the 6th in Voorheesville, New York, Drew Jacobs. On the 6th in Sunnyvale, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 8th online, Carla Ulbrich. The 8th through the 10th in Bloomington, Minnesota, we have Jake Duar, The Great Luke Ski, TV's Kyle and Linzilla, Insane Ian, Power Salad, Nuclear Bubble Wrap, Holy Bong Water, P- Scooter Picnic, and Meow Meme. That would be MarsCon, which we were just talking about. And in Howell, New Jersey, on the 9th, Carla Ulbrich. Woo! All right. Birthdays. Today is Carrie Dalby's birthday. Happy birthday, Carrie. Yay, Carrie. Happy birthday, Carrie. Yay. And coming up on Monday, the 26th, me, it's my birthday. Uh, Yeah, nobody cares. Devo Spice. Spice. All right. Second song of the week, another track from uh, the Tom Lair tribute album, The Fump Desecrates Tom Lair. Uh, Shoebox was, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, while we were on the air, but Shoebox wasn't able to join us because he's getting re- he's busy getting ready for his big trip to Japan. Um, but here is National Brotherhood Week by Worm Quartet. Historians note. In 1965, Tom Lehrer released National Brotherhood Week, a musical critique of a yearly event of the same name introduced in the U.S. in the 1930s to promote tolerance and harmony. Lehrer's song questions the effectiveness of such an event as a tool for meaningful change. This song is very much a product of its time and may seem quaint and curious to modern listeners in this enlightened era where we have completely eliminated racism, religious bigotry, and wealth inequality. But it remains a veritable masterclass in the art of satire, and as such, Worm Quartet would like to apologize in advance for ruining it. (laughs) 
Yet another amazing song from this album. I'm so yes. proud of this damn record. <laughs> and, and I love the updates. Uh, Wildcard in the chat says the, he loves Shoebox's updates on the choruses with the newer references. And the funny thing is, I just saw a, a David Duke reference on Reddit today. <laughs> it's like, I was yeah. like, he's still alive? Wow, all right. Sadly, yes. <laughs> Speaking of comedy films, have you seen the movie Black Klansman? I've no, I, I haven't, haven't seen it yet. It, yeah, it uh, was, it's, it's a Spike Lee movie from a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, from a few years back with uh, Adam Driver's in it, and I forgot the name of the other actor, but yeah, it's based on a true story of like <laughs> a, a black. Uh, uh, I forgot if they were police or if they were FBI. They're, they're police. They, yeah, so it's a black policeman and a Jewish policeman basically pranking uh <laughs> well, they're investigating, but you know, they basically this the, the black guy starts calling up like you know, heads of the clan and stuff like that. And I thought one of them was David Duke in the story, but <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. I think it's David Duke and I think it's played by um Topher Grace. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But yeah, just basically how they were, you know, infiltrating the clan to find out what the hell they were up to. And it was like basically a black guy on the phone doing like a pretend white guy voice. <laughs> and, and since he had to go there, he enlists Adam Driver to be the white duplicate of him. Nice. So, yeah, it's re it's really great. I mean, it's it's like it's obviously based on horrific shit from real life but you know it's spike lee saying okay look at how these people clowned these the clan in such an amazing way so it's really awesome exactly yeah all right 
Um, let's do some other stuff. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. And there's no feedback this week, so... Ow! Hello, Devo. Hello, Luke. Baramon here. I'm afraid there's no feedback this week. No feedback at all. I know how frustrating this is, with you going through the effort of crafting an intro for everyone. So now is the time to remind them to subscribe. Use that Prime subscription if they have one. It's free. There you go. That's a good boy. Have a biscuit. Damn it! So there we go. <laughs> I forgot that that happened. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. That's fine. Whatever That's the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> so okay. now, now do we not only have uh, an intro for everybody, but we also have an intro for when nobody says anything. Yes. <laughs> and, hey, and all the intros that stopped working last week have magically started working this week. I didn't touch anything. I didn't change anything. They just started working again. So, so all right. Do some teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Joe J. Thomas. And Tuesday's song is by The Thumbnuts, who you may remember did the song Allergies a little while ago. Yeah. All right. Um, We need a Spotify playlist topic for this week. Any suggestions? I'm going to be selfish and say short songs. Short songs. I can do that because I know some. Now, the question is, the playlist is usually like roughly 10 songs and roughly 30 minutes. So do I keep it 10 songs and 10 minutes or do I put 30 songs and 30 minutes? That's entirely up to you, but I would say keep it at the 30-minute playlist. Okay. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the thing I learned about Spotify. Um, you, you had that whole thing about uh, Spotify removing things because they're comedy. Yeah. I found out uh, through a chat in Spotify that I've been meaning to send to you guys because I, uh, I had the whole transcript. Um, apparently, they go by the spoken word rule, but also it has to be uh, at a certain time limit, too. So if it's like, there's a whole thing going on with it. It's very strange. Um, so my song, uh, uh, Get a Clue, that I put on Spotify, because it is under 30 seconds, I don't get paid for that song at all. Um, but like, But like, if it's a, listed as comedy, it has to be like three minutes and in those three minutes, it has to be actual, like, music. If it's three minutes and spoken word, it's listed as spoken word. And then there's a whole thing with it. I'm, I'm not describing it very well. I'll send you the transcripts. So you right, guys know what the yeah, because I've been meaning to get in touch with them to do a chat myself to see if there's any way around this. 
Yeah, no, so far as I can tell, there isn't. I asked to speak to somebody who, I was like, who do I have to talk to to get comedy music to be treated like other music and not just stand-up comedy? And they were like, no, it's just, that's just how it is. And I'm like, I refuse to accept that. But I was also working at the time and couldn't really get into it too much (laughs) with them. So, yes, things. We should sell t-shirts to say... Go with 30 minutes, do it. We should sell t-shirts to say comedy music is music too or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, we absolutely should. Didn't didn't the old Fump slogan that Shoebox came up with that used to be that? It's like other. It's like it's like it's like real music, music but funny. But funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We could do that too. Like put real music in quotes. It's like real music but funny. Yeah. Well, I you know we, hey you know we have uh, Mega Ran has T-shirts that say video game music is real music. We should have shirts that say comedy music is real music. We absolutely should. Yes. And we should do it in the same font as him, so we're parodying that shirt, and it's a double win. There you go. Does uh, does he have any characters on the shirt? No, it's just it's just text. Because I'm thinking we should hire Chuck to draw caricatures of like all of us and put it on the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, any more reason excuses to hire Chuck is a great idea. <laughs> Was it nerd music is real music? I, no, his or is video, video game, game music video is real game music. music. Video game music. I just want to see if there's an image of it. We should probably for the to be on the safe side and keep you know keep things you know uh, you know we we wouldn't want any more, any beefs with nerdcore people. <laughs> we should no, probably, no, no. And we should probably like say, hey, we had this idea. We want to do this thing where we're parodying your shirt. Make sure he's cool with that notion so that he doesn't think that the point that that we're literally trying to. The point of the shirt is that we're spoofing him, etc. Yeah, but also making like... a statement about comedy music too. And I'm yeah. I'm sure he would be good with it. But yes, absolutely, we'll clear it with him first. Yeah. 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 All right. So this is what happens when you get Fump Core people on the thing. Business happens. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All so right. We should have regular meetings or something. Yeah, it's almost like I proposed that 17 years ago. But what are you What are you going to do? I um, I wasn't in the 17 years I know. ago. <laughs> all right uh ian plug yourself one more time insane ian.bandcamp.com youtube.com slash insane ian and patreon.com slash insane ian and of course marsconcomedy.com slash shop and worm quartet is at wormquartet.com and the fump desecrates tom lair is available in the store at the fump.com but you can't buy it right now because the checkouts are disabled so wait a couple days Hopefully, by the time people start hearing this actual podcast, the checkouts will be working again. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Lutsky, and look, there's Insane Ian. Hey, look, it's Insane Ian. He's in the future from us. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... It's frog noticing time. Notice the frog? No, notice the frog. Yes.